Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Movies and Brews, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and sitting across from me here is the real Jojo Rabbit, Daniel. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, not, not, I, <laughs> not, 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 I have no idea. Taika Waititi is my spirit guide. <laughs> He's sitting right here in the room with us. Oh, hello. Okay, that was terrible. <laughs> just keep moving on. Steamroll through this. Yes. All right. Yes, we are talking some Jojo Rabbit today. It's been out for a few weeks now, and we're getting around to it, but I think we're both excited to talk about it. I think we haven't really talked about it beforehand, but I think we are both excited to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and let's go back to World War II Germany. War music. War sounds. And cheers. 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 All right. Okay. So before we get going here, let's talk about what we're drinking this week. Yep. This week was Jordan's week to bring beer. Jordan, what did you bring us for drink and tell? All right. So I brought one of my favorite winter ales here. I got the Schutz Juba Ale. Classic. Brewed, brewed here in... I'm going to Eugene, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. And yeah, this is a tasty one. This is one of your favorite seasonals. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get going here. We've got a few things to cover today in movie news. Yep. It's all about the trailers this week. That's right. We got James Bond trailer, No Time to Die. We've got Ghostbusters Afterlife. We've got... Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 1984. And, of course, the fourth one, Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. So, Dorian, which one do you want to start with? you want to start with the Bond one? Um, yeah, we can start off Bond, since that was the first one to come out. I think it was like a day after we recorded last time. Yeah. So, this movie, I am still two behind, because I've only three behind? Because I've only... Oh, wait, no. I saw... Casino Royale, Royale Quantum of Solace, Quantum of Skyfall, Solace. Spectre. So I haven't seen Skyfall or Spectre, which everybody's like wants to slap me. They're like, Skyfall is the shit. So I need to catch up. I'll just start with the whole Craig. I'll start over and watch all the yeah, Craig. Yeah, just start movies. over and watch all the... I need to do the same thing. I'll probably wait till after the holidays. So yeah, I'm going to start over and I'm going to watch all the Daniel Craig Bonds. But like, okay, so this trailer, what a great trailer. It like gives me like goosebumps, and I'm like, this feels like the like the Mission Impossible Fallout of the Craig Bond series. Just from the trailer, I'm just like that. It was yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Like it's a really good, well put together trailer. At least I hope it's a good movie. But yeah, I loved everything I saw in it. It just it you know Inspector Daniel Craig was like almost looking tired, like didn't want to be there almost. Mm-hmm. And in this, he looks a lot more alive. So that makes me happy. Good. And I d- did love like the uh, more classic looking uh, crap. What's the car name? Aston Martin. The Aston Martin, like the classic Aston Martin that looked like it would be in like a Sean Connery or Goldfinger. Yeah. Goldfinger, like yeah, I'm like that was super cool. I'm like that's very exciting to see something. Well, he's like, like that. spinning around with, with the, the machine freaking guns mini going. guns coming out of the headlights. Yeah. I'm like that seems like old school Bond to oh, me. Oh yeah, no, it was it was awesome. I know that looked. I'm really hyped for this movie now, which makes me even more hyped. I'm like all right, I just got to go back. We own every single Bond movie, so we gotta. Go back and just watch all of these. Watch them. Be kind of fun just to watch all of them leading up to it, but I don't think I'm going to be doing that. That's if I'm realistic. That's what I started a couple months ago, maybe. But 
I mean, it took us almost several months to go through every MCU movie leading up to Avengers. <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh, that would be an undertaking, but would be great. Be cool. All right. Well, Close what other trailers do we got, Daniel? So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one coming out April 10th. No time to die. So what do we talk Wonder Woman next? Which also, I love, I'm just going to add one more thing. I love the name of that movie, No Time to Die. It sounds like, it just sounds so cool. Like it just, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if it's been announced yet. Who's going to do the opening title song for this one? I do not know. Still, uh, it's going to be sort of top of Dell Skyfall. Dell Skyfall, Chris Cornell's like beginning to. Uh, you know Christina my Royale. name. Yeah. You know my name. It's also a good one. I like I like the modern ones, all two that I've seen. But <laughs> all right, uh, next we can talk about Wonder Woman 1984. So this one, on. My first viewing, I was a little bit underwhelmed. I'm like, okay, if it wasn't for the fact that I really liked the first Wonder Woman movie, I'd be like, ah, another superhero movie. But after we watched, I'm like, okay, now that I like kind of getting the energy from somebody else, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm actually, I am really excited to see this. Like, while the trailer, I mean, I guess the biggest fault for the '80s trailer is that it uses the song that you hear in every single '80s trailer. Was it Blue Monday? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just for some reason, the time when I watched it today with you, I'm like, okay, I'm actually way more hyped than I was when I watched it by myself. But I don't know. Like, I love uh, Gal Gadot uh, as Wonder Woman. I'm excited that they're bringing back uh, Chris Pine as Steve Trevor. And I'm not sure how they bring him back. I'm assuming some sort of time travel. Something will happen, yeah. But yeah, it it looked like a fun trailer. Um, I don't know. My only complaint with her is... She kind of just is invincible, which I don't like per se. Like, just never can get injured. I don't like that in superhero movies. It's one of, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, she has a power set kind of similar to Superman, but she's susceptible to magic, like Superman is. So, it, I don't, I don't know. So, it you have to have a pretty powerful bad guy to, you know, go toe to toe. Yeah, like to level up. But I mean, there's just some fun stuff though. Like as soon as the she, you know, she's talking to another gal at the beginning, and then it cuts into like the Warner Brothers logo and stuff, and that's when the '80s music kicks in. And then it, it just gets fun. We go to an old school mall, kind of remind me of Starcourt from Stranger Things a little yeah. bit, and it's just uh, a whole bunch of fun. And yeah, we do see uh, Chris Pine in the trailer quite a bit actually. Where rocking his fanny but, pack. Yeah. I gotta say, my favorite part of the trailer though is probably when she was uh, like lassoing the lightning. Yes, there's just like which is so cool because I heard people like, time like cow. I guess her dad's helping her out because her dad is established in the first one to be Zeus, so it just shoots a lightning bolt so she can just lasso and swing to it. That was badass. I'm excited to see that was cool what they're gonna do with this one. So yeah, when does this come out? June fifth. So, yeah, beginning of the summer. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking out the original before I go see this one again. Yeah, I've only seen the original once. I think I only saw it in theaters, and I haven't gone back to it yeah, yet. Yeah, I've only seen it the once in theaters too. I think I'm excited to watch that again. Yeah, that'll, I remember be, that'll be a fun that. rewatch right before this new one comes out. Yeah, but yeah, it looks fun, and yeah, just there's some good stuff in it. I I enjoyed the whole trailer. So yeah, so what have we got next here, Daniel? Next. What do we have next? I guess Ghost- Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters dun, dun, Afterlife. Dun, 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 dun. Which, I gotta say, like, out of, like, even, like, the Gal Gadot, and even, this has come from me, who's just, like, I'm not actually a Ghostbusters fan. Like, I watched the first one, I'm like, alright, this is okay. I still haven't watched the second one. I have watched 2016, but I'm just like, so someone not who's not really invested in the Ghostbusters franchise, I guess, 
Yeah, I never watched like the cartoon that they had, which people love. I was forbidden to watch that, which is hilarious to me. I don't it know is how. Hilarious. But All my friends at school are like, ah, oh, it's the coolest cartoon. You don't watch it? No, your mom doesn't let you watch it? Wow, what a lame-o. Yeah. I'm like, I know, right? I would love to see what she was stopping you from watching. I think it's some streaming somewhere. I would like to check that out. But so for, for me, no, who doesn't really have a, like, a dog in this fight, I was actually really surprised. I'm like, this is really cool. But also, Paul Rudd helps a lot with me. I'm like, I love Paul Rudd. Anything he's in, I'll definitely check out. But yeah. it, I, and I could say this this trailer got me like super hyped up and excited per se. But it I definitely it definitely trailer, it though. definitely got me interested oh, for yeah. sure. Like I like where we're going with this. Like how it where it's the grandkids of one of the original Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and instead of being in a city again, we're inside the small town, kind of the middle of nowhere. I like that aspect of it. It kind of. I don't know. I don't necessarily want to see teenagers per se fighting ghosts, but we'll we'll see what happens. I'm like, excited to see how Paul Red's gonna kind of integrate into this. Right. I got a feeling he'll be strapping on a suit and proton pack. Oh, I hope so. If he doesn't, I would sue. Yeah. Whoever wrote his contract. Be very upset. Get him out of there. But yeah, the, what I, I guess what I like about this though is it doesn't look like a remake. It's not like old guys are passing on the knowledge to new guys per se. I I I, I don't know. This this it just looks. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it looks mysterious. It looks mystic. I don't know. Like when I was watching it, people were like, it's very Stranger Things. I'm like, actually, for me personally, I felt more like it, it reminded me of the movie Super 8, which I had you watch earlier in the year. Yeah, I'd say, like, I'd say it's more Goonies meets Ghostbusters. Yeah. I, I don't know. Super it, 8 Goonies kind of meets Ghostbusters. I mean, a little bit of Stranger Things, and maybe that's just because, um, uh, what's his name? Isn't Finn it? Wolfhard. Yeah. He's in it. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm uh, kind of excited for this, though. Me yeah, too. It looks which, promising. Which actually, this is encouraged me. I'm like, all right, well, I watched the first one. I should at least watch the second Ghostbusters. You know, just to have the knowledge. So at least I've seen Ghostbusters before. But I don't know. I'm pretty excited to see this. My favorite line in the whole thing was, there hasn't been a ghost sighting in almost 30 years. <laughs> yeah. What about in 26 and what about in 2016? I said in over 30 years. <laughs> that's why I saw that somebody comment that on the video. I'm like, that's kind of funny. So funny. Because it's supposed to like, it's not like the 2016 one isn't even canon anymore because this is supposed to be a direct sequel to the second one. No, but at the same time, you know what? They didn't acknowledge the original two. So we're going to skip them. Yeah. Well, I don't but know. I'm pretty stoked to check this it out. It looks fun is what it looks like. So, and that's what a Ghostbuster movie should be. And watching the Ecto tear through a cornfield. That was cool. That is pretty cool. You have an Ecto one, don't you? No. I missed out on buying that Lego set. Well, they they put it back on sale. Like, they got it. They restocked it, like, earlier this month. Well, now you tell me. It was, like, half price on Black Friday. Are you fucking kidding me? I might be. I'm actually not. I don't, yeah. I thought you had one. No, I didn't. <laughs> Did they really put it back on? Yeah, they it was on oh, sale on shit. Amazon. All right, I'm going to look this up real quick. They don't keep talking. Okay. Feel well, free. Fall the free guy. All right, so next we got Free Guy, which this dropped. I All I saw was like people like, Ryan Reynolds got a new movie coming out. I'm like, oh, Free Guy, that's a weird title. But watching it, I'm like, I even showed you, and you're like, this looks really interesting. Like, a very cool concept, which is essentially how... I would describe it as like an NPC in a video game 
kind of is becomes like more sentient and like realizes that he's in a video game and he goes on an adventure. I don't know exactly what they're trying to accomplish, whether they're trying to get out of the video game or try and get more control over their own lives. I'm not entirely sure what, where this is going to go, but I really thought that the, uh, the trailer was very cool and it looks like a really fun movie and Ryan Reynolds is doing his best Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. It looks like it's just going to be a good time in the theaters. Uh, I'm looking at the Lego. Sorry, I really did do this. It says retired product. Doesn't say anything about it being yeah. Ghostbusters Ecto One retired product. I don't know. Maybe I accidentally. Maybe I swear it was the Lego one, but I maybe because they have the Play Mobile Ghostbusters Ecto One for twenty two dollars. <laughs> no, they still have for three fifty. Is the Firehouse? Ooh, but you can get the Firehouse for Play Mobile for forty dollars. <laughs> can't build that i know all right well sorry to get you all riled up for nothing man you really got me excited there all right all right disappointing but yes the free guy trailer i enjoyed that trailer i thought it was a fun trailer especially i love the beginning did you say it's already over like from the studio that brought you beating the beast aladdin and lion king twice i love that (laughs) that was hilarious Yes, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited to see this movie. Like, but I like the concept of it, and it, it just looks it looks interesting and fun. Yeah, and you know, if you're gonna have fun in a theater, might as well make it a cool little concept. I like this. Like, needless, needless to say, 2020 is already looking like a better movie year than this year. Because I'm gonna say overall, this year has been pretty disappointing to me. Yeah, I mean, like, I there's I, been some good highs. Couple really bad lows, but just a lot in the middle. Yeah, like we're gonna be going over. I mean, it's already halfway through, to, almost halfway through December, so we're gonna be going over like, you know, top favorite movies and worst movies of 2019 here pretty soon. That's right. Which I've been like slowly accumulating like, movies that I really loved. Yeah, I need to start doing them my I list need, now. Start well, yeah, now I need it. to go back because I'm like, I wrote them down when I really loved them, but I'm like, do I still love them? Did I just kind of forget about them? Tell you one movie I didn't forget about. Came out today on Blu-ray, sitting right there on the shelf. Once upon a time. Once in upon a time in Hollywood. I know, big day for you, Jordan. You got a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood poster in the mail. That was a birth or a Christmas present to you, and you the from our blue- sister and nephew. Yeah, and, and brother the And brother. <laughs> and then you got the Blu-ray, and I'm like, okay, so you're gonna put that on our movie account so I can watch that again? Mm-mm. Jk, Jk. You bastard. I know. But yes, it's a once upon a time in Hollywood kind of day for me. I'm yeah. very excited. But yeah, so if anybody listening is wondering, they did not put the four-hour rumored cut on this uh, Blu-ray. Not sure what's up with that. Maybe we'll you see You gotta that. buy the $50 special edition. For uh, that. I don't actually not. know if that's true. I don't know. I'm lying. But yeah, they said there's seven deleted scenes and things like that, extended scenes. So, But yeah, it's not. there's no four-hour cut, though, if anybody's wondering. Okay. Well, maybe it's because Scorsese. Unless they just didn't put that on the packaging because I haven't actually opened it yet. I don't know. We'll see. What else? We, so that's it for trailers, I believe. Yes. Didn't oh, we? and we didn't mention that they put out a, a second trailer for Mulan, which looks, I mean, it looks cool visually, but it also just like, again, like I'm still in the camp of like, I've already seen the better version of this probably. That movie, it just looks super average, like super, super average. Yeah. High budget, but super average. 
yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's got the budget, so it looks good, but will it be actually good? I don't know. It's like all of these remakes are very divisive. Like I know people who absolutely love Lion, the new Lion King because of how visually stunning it is, but I know people like myself who are just like, the animals don't express any emotions because it's hyper-realistic. Excuse me. So I don't know. We'll see how this turns out. I'm interested to check it out, but it's still low on my list of things I'm excited for in this new year. But yeah, I think that covers all the trailers and really the movie news that we had this week because very trailer heavy. Not talking about Golden Globes? Oh. Yeah, you'd have to talk about Golden Globes. I forgot to look that up, Jordan. One sec. So, Jordan. Second. Figure it out. Okay, here we go. We'll just read off some of the big ones here. So, yes, the uh, 2020 Golden Globes are right around the corner, and they just announced some winners. I keep thinking, like, it's a ways away, it's a ways away, it's a ways away, but now we are in December now. It's like, holy cow. So, for best motion picture drama, we have got 1917, which I'm really looking forward to that. Joker. Marriage Story, which I guess that just hit Netflix. I don't know what that was, but I just watched a trailer for it the other day. Yeah, that looks, was that looks, Adam Driver and uh, Scarlett it, Johansson. It looks movie. interesting. The Irishman, which is cool to see that get some love. Yeah. And The Two Popes, which I am not familiar with that one. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, would like, I can't wait to check out 1917 Theaters and Marriage Story. I'm going to definitely be watching that soon. Yeah. So best motion picture, musical, or comedy? You got um, Dolomite is my name. Dolomite. That's a Netflix property. Okay. Jojo Rabbit, uh-huh. Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. And what was that category? Best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Which I gotta say... They always throw comedy in there. I, I, I hate that category so much. I wish they would just, just have 10 best pictures at this point. I don't know. Having them separated like that, like... I don't know. As far the as only like, one that's even close to being a musical is Rocket Man. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I guess, you know, has humor throughout per se, but I wouldn't consider that necessarily a comedy. No, it's same not. thing with Knives Out. Georgia Rabbit's a comedy, so I think sadly I think that might win, even though I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the better picture. I don't know how I feel about these. No love for Ford v Ferrari. Which is terrible. Like that should be in there. No, like like it's terrible that it's not in there. Yeah. Not that it's a terrible movie. Terrible movie, no. I love that movie and there's no love for it. Like uh um, Oh wait, was was that like past the cutoff point when that released it's everything that came out this year oh okay i thought there was like a certain cut well, like 1917 hasn't even come out yet oh well then fuck where the fuck is ford versus ferrari that's what i want to know so for best motion or picture animated we've got frozen 2 how to change a dragon the hidden world missing link the lion king which are you kidding me no thanks and toy story 4 not gonna lie J- toy story 4 good the lion king Go fuck yourself. But if I want anything to win, it's I want Missing Link to win. If nothing else, like I really like the movie. Missing Link or Dragon 3 for me? Oh, well, oh, damn. Okay. So as much I love Dragon 3 and I love Missing Link, I would not be upset if Missing Link won just for the fact that I love Claymation and I want people to fucking appreciate Claymation because yes. I don't want it to go away. Yes. And I feel I like it's one of the ones that is going to go away in my lifetime. And I just don't want that to happen. Agreed. Which is probably how uh, Mr. Knight felt too when he was like, I'm going to create a studio that focuses just on this. Yeah. 
But yeah, I would say, yeah, How to Train Your Dragon 3 or Missing Link for my choice. Yeah, Lion King, maybe in for an Oscar for Best Visual Effects, but as far as, like, Best Animated Feature Film, go, go fuck yourself. Yes. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon 3 <laughs> or Missing Link. <sighs> uh, I don't know, you want to hear, how about actors? Yeah. We'll read a couple more off here. So, Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. We got Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Antonia Banderas for Pain and Glory, which I'm not sure if that is. I've never heard of that. Christian Bale for V Ferrari, so there's a little bit of love Thank there. God. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Yeah, my choice there, definitely between Christian Bale and Joaquin Phoenix, for sure. I would say even lean more towards Christian like Christian Bale for 4 V which I mean, like, he's already won awards for his acting, I think. I'm, I, they both not, have. Yeah, but I'm just like... I mean, Walking Phoenix's Joker, it was really good, much better than expected. But I'm like, as far as like cin- straight up cinema, I wanna, I would say I would give that to Christian Bale. But yeah. not saying joke, I loved Joker too. But yeah, I need to see that again. So for actress in the category of motion picture drama, we got Charlize Theron for Bombshell, Cynthia Erivo. How do you say her last name? I have no idea. For Harriet, Renee Zellweger for Judy. Another gal, Cereals Ronan for Little Women, and Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Again, like bombshells and Little Women aren't even out yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have a. I can't. I'd say ScarJo, but haven't seen Marriage Story yet. She's just yeah. my favorite of the actresses. I'm going to say, like, as far as Bombshell goes, like, it's about, like, a scandal. I don't remember exactly what it's about, but I saw the trailer. I'm like, it actually look, it looks very interesting. It's got a good cast, though. You got Charlize Theron and uh, Margot Robbie. Who's the other one? Uh, I don't know. Nicole Kidman? Maybe? I don't know. It's been a minute since I saw... I've only seen the trailer once in theaters, but my girlfriend really wants to see it, and I'm like, I'm down. It looks interesting. But... This is a tight category here. So you got Best Performance by an Actor in Motion Picture Musical or Comedy. Daniel Craig for Knives Out, which... I mean, that was good, but I don't know if that's, like, award-winning good, but whatever. Eddie Murphy for uh, Dolmite Is My Name. Mm-hmm. DiCaprio! For Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Maybe he'll actually get... Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit, which we'll talk about that later. And Taron Egerton for Rocket Man. That's actually a pretty good, tight list right there. Like, I would have a hard... I want to say DiCaprio just because he's my favorite of them all, but... But he finally won an Oscar, so... I don't know. My choice would be... I haven't seen Eddie Murphy in his role yet, but I would say DiCaprio... Or Taryn, probably my top two. It's picks. just kind of one of those things. Like you, I wouldn't be mad about whoever won that. Yeah, same here. Well, I'd be a little upset over Daniel Craig. I mean, that performance was fine. It was a fun. But performance. I don't think it was like amazing. I mean, I guess you're right. Like it's a fun That's performance. The... It was a fun movie, Oscar winning. I would rather see him win an Oscar for when he was in uh, Logan Lucky. Yeah, for okay. that character performance. So now we got, we're trying to breeze through this here. A couple more here. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture musical or comedy. We have got Anna D. Armas for Knives Out, which I thought she was great in that. That's Marta, right? Yep. Aquafina for The Farewell. Beanie uh, Feldstein for Booksmart. Kate oh. Blanchett for Where'd You Go? Bernadette. Bernadette. <laughs> and Emma Thompson for Late Night. I guess from, since I've only, I still need to see the farewell. Uh, the one I would pick probably is Anna D. Armas. Yeah, cause she she was like nice out. I thought she was great in that. She killed her role in that. It was great. 
Um, I know, like a bunch. Of, I still haven't seen Booksmart. It's on my short list of things to catch up on. It's on Hulu now, so I just gotta check that out. Um, I'm trying to remember the farewell. I've heard so. M- I haven't heard a bad thing about that movie, and it looked really interesting. It's again on my short list of things to try and catch up on. Here, okay, we'll read a couple more categories here. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a motion picture. Al Pacino for Irishman. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, which I'm going to have to see what this Two Popes is about. Yeah. Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hail to the yes. Joe Pesci for The Irishman. Hail to the yes. And Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's a solid list there, too. That's a really solid list. Yeah. I haven't even seen The Irishman still, which we really got to get going on that but i'm glad to see pesci getting some love though since he's been gone for a while yeah best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a motion picture you got annette benning the report which i love her jennifer lopez for hustles or hustlers <laughs> hustles Hustle. kathy bates for richard jewel which i'm looking forward to seeing that laura dern for marriage story and margot robbie for bombshell that's a pretty good list too um yeah i'm looking forward to seeing bombshell and I, I do want to see uh, Richard Jewell as well when that comes out. It looks interesting. So, and it's dir- got Sam Rockwell in it. Which- Best director, we got Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Martin Scorsese, The Irishman. Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sam Mendes for 1917. And Todd Phillips for Joker. And why don't I just end on screenplay? Best screenplay for a motion picture, we have got Marriage Story. Noah Bombach, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Steve Zalian, Zalian for The Irishman, and Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes. So, that's a pretty solid list, too. All right, well, yeah, so that's, yeah, there's other ones, TV shows and stuff, but we won't get into that. But yeah, that's so, award season is around the corner, Daniel. We'll have to do some uh, more betting and stuff. Oh, The Two Popes, that's on Netflix. So we can just watch it. Oh, that. it is? Oh, yeah. okay. Wow, Netflix is really in it this year. Marriage Story, The Two Popes, Irishman. Holy cow. I know, we still haven't watched The Irishman. Saving that for Christmas, probably. Well, I mean, to be, to be fair, both of us are, well, at least I'm pretty busy at nights, especially with all my writing and stuff and working. I'm just busy at nights. And I, I it's not the kind of movie I want to watch in the daytime, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, shit. Anthony Hopkins. I'm sure you said that, but Anthony Hopkins. That yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah, he's nominated. Sweet. Awesome. I'm like, I. that sounded familiar. I thought it might be on Netflix, but I'm glad it is. So I'm like, cool. Something we can just easily check out. And Marriage Story, also on Netflix. All oh, right. Hell yeah. Anything else we want to touch on before we move on here? I think that's it. All right. On that note, let's get into some Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Alright, for our movie on tap this week, we've got the new Taika Watiti film, Jojo Rabbit. Nailed it, I think. <laughs> Written by Taika Watiti, based on the novel Caging Skies by Christine Lenours. I think that's how you say her last name. I have no idea. You just keep going. Directed by really. Taika Watiti, who, you know, he's known for Hunt for the Wilder People and Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. 
in the upcoming Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Starring Roman Griffin Davis as Jojo, Thomason McKenzie as Elsa, Scarlett Johansson as Rosie, Sam Rockwell as Captain Klenzendorf, uh, Taika Waititi himself as Adolf Hitler, Rebel Wilson as, I can't even pronounce, how do you say that? Fraulein Ron? Let's see. <clears throat> Rebel Wilson, Fraulein Ron. Fraulein, ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, don't expect me to do accents during this episode either. <laughs> Archie Yates as Yorkie, which one thing we didn't mention, he is, I don't know if it's been officially announced or if he's on the short list, but he is up to reprise the role. I don't know if it's going to be necessarily Kevin McAllister, but Disney's looking at him to be in their new Home Alone reboot for Disney+. Plus. Interested. So, I could care less about a Home Alone remake. There's only two Home Alones in my book. That's it. That's all. But, after seeing this movie, not a bad choice. But hilariously, I've also wanted to go back, go back and watch Home Alone 3 for the simple fact of that is one of Scarlett Johansson's first movies. Still have never seen. I would I love to just see, like, not knowing who she was then, just going back and be like, all the hilariously terrible things they did to you. Go back and watch Ghost World then. Ghost World? Yeah, it's her, her and Thor Birch when they were like 18. I didn't know she was in that. I've seen Ghost World. Go back and watch that instead. I should. Save yourself Home Alone 3. All right. But yes, awesome cast here. Uh, in the nutshell, you got a young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in the home, which. So glad I forgot about the trailer because I mean I saw the trailer and I thought oh man that looks good, and then you know I just didn't watch the trailer again. I'm glad I did because I forgot a lot. So when he actually found her, I was surprised. Yeah. So that was cool. But yeah, so going in, yeah, saw the trailer about once or twice or so, then just didn't see it again, and it hit theaters, and we've just been busy watching all this other stuff. That well, was yeah. Just... Plus it had a limited release, so we weren't even able to watch it till recently. Yeah, I man, I'm I'm so glad there was like nothing else worthwhile seeing this week because finally got to see some JoJo Rabbit, and I gotta say, I'm glad we did because I like this movie. Oh no, me too. I thought it was great. It was fun. It was entertaining. It was very surpri- It was surpri- It surprised me a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think my only complaint is I wanted it to be just a little bit funnier, but there are some really good heart moments in the whole thing there's a just a good lesson in general in this whole movie yeah i enjoyed it quite a bit like the the talent the acting talent is just great in this like well that's the thing that i forgot scarlett johansson was in it i forgot sam rockwell was in it oh okay so yeah it was all just a nice pleasant surprise for me i know and i always i mean we've said this before on the podcast like we are suckers for sam rockwell like he's so good the best part about one of the best parts about Iron Man two, which is a very mediocre sequel, is Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer. Yep, like uh, he he killed it in like three billboards, which I'm so three billboards. To watch again. I I had you watch the way way back with Sam Rockwell. He loved that role for him too. Yeah, uh, he's great in that. He's he's a great actor, and I always love seeing whatever he's in. And it does not disappoint here either. Yeah, my, my whole thing is I wish I would have seen this movie with a bigger audience because my theater went sought for like first showing of the day yesterday. Yeah. I had the whole back part of the theater to myself. I was like dead center, back row, nice, lots of leg room. However, there's only like maybe two other couples in the room. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it's not as fun for comedy when there's like laugh out loud moments. Well, I mean, it's funny that you say that because I told you before. Uh, I was the only one in my showing, so I sat dead center, and I was just having a grand old time, like, this is 
my heaven right now. I'm watching a movie, enjoying it, like as you should in a theater. There's no one around to fuck it up. There's no one around to fuck it up. And I was laughing. I laughed quite a bit. Yeah. No, it was fun. Like, this had a lot of buzz uh, going around it too. And I was like, oh no, what if this doesn't live up to the hype? But no, I, th- I thought it was good. Yeah. It was very, like you said, it's very surprising. Like, it was billed as like a, sat- a satirical, like, comedy. Um, but I was actually very surprised, like, when, like, the drop, like, when they're doing dramatic moments, they stick really well and they stand out really well. Yeah. I, I guess talking about the, the gal, Elsa, isn't a spoiler because she is in the trailer. They do show him discovering her in the trailer. Right. I don't know. I just don't want to talk about her too much yet because there's some great moments with her that you just right. need to be pleasantly surprised with. I mean, this starts out, I guess, like, the, the start out of the movie. Um, is essentially like junior Nazi training camp. I don't know. It's kind of like looks like Boy Scout camp for Nazis. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, that's Hitler's youth army. <laughs> yeah. So I was like watching, and I thought that that, was... that scene was just hilarious to me. So yeah, you've got this little Jojo, this little ten year old boy who, mm-hmm. you know, he he just wants to he wants to fight for his nation. He, he doesn't really understand things yet. He wants to fight for his country. He looks up to Hitler. It's just you know like hey, this guy, uh, you know. He's a powerful leader. He's yeah. got Hitler all over his walls. Like that was a great line from the uh, one of the Jew collectors when they walk in his room. It's like oh, that, that Mike on a boy's room. Gestapo's. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I thought that was a great stuff. Like essentially, like we're gonna teach you how to fight, how to kill. That whole scene is great. Now you see this in the trailer. That one kid throws a knife in a tree. It bounces off the tree and stabs the other kid in the leg. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I know that was great, and yeah, you know, I love that opening scene, especially Sam Rockwell like giving the speech, you know, and also like just drinking heavily while he's like for have to teach all these kids how to be Nazis. Like this is stupid. <laughs> so I love, I just love Sam Rockwell's character, but well, and I actually enjoyed Rebel Wilson quite a bit in this. Like she wasn't annoying. She, I mean, her bit character, like her character, was really great. It did her like performance and her lines were some of the funniest i thought i just love when she's like explaining her role for as far as for the war and everything goes like explaining the woman's role and then she's like i have had 18 kids for germany yeah, so i've had 18 kids for germany <laughs> it's just like oh my. Uh, you look 25 and you're like damn 18 <laughs> i know it's just God. yeah i know i really liked her like she she cracked me up like when she's like here have a gun he's like no, I just like his mom. She's like, no, he can't have a gun. She's like, oh, whatever, and just shoves it back in her like belt. <laughs> I was heard they had the line when they're like, well, what should we have him do? And she's like, well, somebody should walk the clones. Yes. Oh my god, I laughed <laughs> so hard. That was one of my good laugh out loud moments. Just like it totally, it's like a throwaway bit. Like they don't talk about the clones. Like it was just one of those rumored things during World War II. Is like. He was trying to create clones, and you just see a bunch of blonde hair, blue eyed kids just like look up as she's like, Walk the clones. <gasps> it's just like, so funny. <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite throwaway bits. That but, was... um, yeah, no, there's so much love. I loved uh, JoJo. Great kid or child actor. I don't remember his name. We've said it a couple times already. But. It's Roman Roman Griffin Davis. He did a great job, and I oh, loved, I thought I thought he was fantastic. I loved him and his friend. Uh, I'm glad to see he's up for a globe because I thought he was fantastic in this. Yeah, especially for a kid to carry a movie like this. Oh yeah, like it's very always a risky bet, but he nailed it. 
And also, of course, Taika Waititi as his imaginary friend Adolf Hitler. Which was amazing. I thought that was just an awesome performance. And I, I just loved their interactions together. Anytime they were on screen together, it was just hilarious, I thought. And, you know, Hitler's kind of a... He, he's what a 10-year-old would probably imagine him to be. Like, when they're at the library, he's like, let's get out of this boring place or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, like, when he's following him in the field, when he's running to get the grenade. Like, just things like that. Like, it, it's what a 10-year-old would imagine something yeah. like that being. So, I, yeah, I, I thought that was just awesome. I know. And I loved... I thought it was funny, like, how Taika Waititi didn't seem to be trying to do a German accent. He just seemed to, like, have his, like, normal, regular accent as Hitler, which I thought was kind of funny. And I'm so glad, too, like, everyone's got their accents going, but the whole thing is still in English. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the whole time we're in Germany, so we could have easily just been subtitles throughout the whole movie. I mean, it's known glorious best. And it wouldn't have been nearly as funny. No. Cool setting, though. Like, they didn't make it, like, dark, the town, like, dark and gloomy. Yes, we're in the middle of war, but they didn't make it, like, dark and gloomy. It was more like, it was lifelike. It almost felt like a uh, Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, it's very, like, idealistic, like, German country town. And then, you know, as things progress, like the world gets farther along, like it starts to like get a little gloomier towards the end. But for the most part, like you see it as like a little like the kid sees it like idealistic, like idealistic little German town that he lives in with his mother. And yeah, I mean, his mom helps paint that picture too. Scarlett Johansson as Rosie. I, I loved her in this role. And just, yeah, watching their interactions together, like just great moments, like when they're riding their bikes together, when they're like walking up the wall together. Just, yeah. yeah, really good moments like that. One of my favorite uh, lines that w- with them, when she's talking to him about love, uh-huh. she says, love is the strongest thing in the world. Jojo goes, I think I'll find that missile is the strongest thing in the world, followed closely by dynamite and then muscles. <laughs> and she goes, oh, Jojo, you'll know it when you feel it. It's a pain. In my ass, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> I know, I... <laughs> It's that the, was pretty funny. I like she's trying to describe him like butterflies in your stomach. He's like, oh, gross. And she's like, it is. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just like, it's fun to like see like a kid, like essentially like they, they kind of pin him as like, he just wants to be a part of something. And that just so happens to be Hitler's youth army. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, but that, that training camp sequence was just great. Especially when he, you know, he gets embarrassed by everybody because he can't get the courage to kill a rabbit. Right. God, well, that's just brutal though and the guy actually like snaps the neck and then tosses it yeah it's like oh gosh <laughs> is that a spoiler because that's just one of the things that like shocked me to yeah see. we should say that yeah but yeah i know it's hard to talk about some of this because it is a spoiler and i don't want to give all the jokes away yeah i mean like and we shouldn't because we're gonna butch- butcher them and you should yeah, definitely just see this, this movie was just it's good i definitely say go check it out it's playing a theater near you it's, it's worth it on the big screen i would say like it's pretty much lives up to the hype yeah, you could wait for it to come out on video, but I'd see it. everything's better on the big screen, especially if you can see it with an audience. Yeah. I wish I'd seen this at the Lawhurst Theater, like, Monday night or something. Yeah, then with some beers. Beer in hand and maybe a bigger crowd instead of Tuesday morning, but... Yeah. Or Monday... Wait, no. Monday morning. Yeah. But, yeah. Wait, Jordan, <laughs> like, did what? you see it today? Or did you see it yeah, yesterday? I was like, what day of the week is it? <laughs> I don't know. I gotta say, like, this... It does live up to the hype. Um, and one thing... Going into it, I'm like, I remember seeing the trailer. I'm like, this is a weird movie for someone to make. And such a weird movie that seems to have like zero controversy. Go like, and I'm like, a movie about Hitler, there's going to be some dumb little controversy that 
spikes up around this. I didn't notice. I didn't see anybody say a bad thing about this. I've only ever heard people saying like, "Yeah, it's actually really good." Yeah, I was, which is kind of just surprising. Like, okay, a movie about it's Hitler. Had, it's You're had gonna. Some, it's had some really good buzz. I don't know if everybody's running out to see it, but it's had some good buzz. I'd like to. Yeah, we'll have to check the uh, box office for it later, but. Uh, I'm trying to think here's some good stuff. We talked about Rosie a little bit, and I, again, I just love how she's a ray of sunshine in this dark and hopeless time. Yeah. I, just, I, just, I just love that about her. Like, you know, did, did they explain what happened to his dad? Where his dad is? Is he just off at war? Well, they say that he's off at war uh, somewhere in France, but everybody just thinks he's a traitor to the German army. Okay. And he turns out to be like with the, re- re- like, not the rebels, but like the resilience, like the, I don't know, like, People fighting against Hitler. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So, but yeah, his father's out of the picture. He's being raised by his mother. And yeah, I mean, they. I, just, I like their interactions. Like that dancing in the living room moment was a really touching moment. But, uh, well, I mean, it's in the trailers, but I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it until we can talk spoilers. I want Because I do want to talk about Elsa and their relationship. Right. But we'll save that here for a second. I don't know. Is there anything we talk about before we get to spoilers here? Cause I feel uh, like all the jokes and everything are all in spoilers. Yeah. I mean like there's a lot of funny moments, but I don't know. Let, let's just go into spoilers so we can talk more specifically about things. Okay. Well, yeah, let's do that. All right. So before so, spoiler talk, uh, Jordan, and I both recommend going to see Jojo rabbit. Yeah. Check it out. If you can. Yeah. Just go out and support it. Movies like this need support so we can get more movies like this. Yeah, and this is Fox Searchlight, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, which All technically, right. wow, Disney put out a Nazi movie. Yeah. Uh oh, <laughs> typical Disney, I guess. <laughs> anyway, <All right. laughs> um, yeah. So spoilers here in five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Now we're in spoiler talk. So, yeah, now we can talk more about the jokes and everything like that. I mean, let's go back to, like, Hitler Youth Camp for a little bit. Just the great moments in there, like when he's talking to his friend in the tent. Yes. Por- I, was, I always want to call him Porky. What's Porky. His, what's his name? <laughs> Come on, Dan. Just because he's a chubby kid. Not well, to be so what mean was to his him. name? Uh, Yorkie. Yorkie. Kinda. Yeah, see, I mean. <laughs> Porky, <I> Yorkie. Just... <laughs> you know, it's pretty close. It's pretty good. But yes, like let's him, talk about Porky. Him and his best friend Yorkie, Which, hilarious. His friend cracked me up. I loved his friend so much. And one of my favorite parts too. Now that we're spoilers, is when they haven't seen each other for a while, and at the end of the movie, he they see each other on the street. Yorkie's like, Jojo. He drops what he's carrying, and it's a missile launcher. Yeah, sends a missile right into like a corner convenience store and just blows it to bits. Yeah, she's like, oh, oops. Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh no. But yes, I, I love New York. And yeah, their interactions at the youth camp, uh, when they're in their, like, their tents talking and things like that, it's great. Um, I do love, though, after he's humiliated because he can't kill the rabbit, he goes off. And that's when Hitler comes around and they have their interaction. And then he decides, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show people I'm brave. I'm going to show, show people my rabbit is a strong animal. And so he goes running back. He sees them like holding a grenade because they're teaching kids how to throw grenades. He goes running by, grabs it, runs, and then chucks it. Hits a tree, comes back, lands right next to him. He's like, oh, shit. The cuts to a wide shot. Boom! Yeah, I know. I was shocked. I'm like, holy shit, he just got blown the fuck up. Yeah. I was like, oh. Like, wow, that was a really short movie. And then that's when we first see Scarlett Johansson come in, like, checking up on him in the hospital. And, yeah. <laughs> oh. Man. But, yeah. So, now he's just got 
Doesn't even have really a deformed face, but yeah, you can see they're like stitching back together. Mm-hmm. And I guess, yeah, you can't walk very well for a while, but yeah. <laughs> so great. But I just, I just, I do like his uh, dedication to his country. He's like, I want to grow up and be a Nazi. Like, I want to fight for my country. It's like Adolf Hitler. It's like Adolf and I will be best friends. Yorkie, I thought I was your best friend. I mean, come on. Close second to the Fuhrer. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I don't know. There's just like, it's such a fun satire to watch because, like, it's just the ridiculousness of the situation. Well, and again, coming from the point of view of kids, too, is what I think what makes this so great, too. Yeah, you make this movie as adults, and you're like, oh, this is dark. You make it as kids, and you're like, ha, this is hilarious. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think. So after Hitler Youth Camp, yeah, it's more him and his mom after Hitler Youth Camp and their interactions together, like on the wall. Right. I do like when she ties the shoes together. She's yes. Like, oh, your shoes untied again. Let me get that for you. And then they go to leave and he like trips. What are you, drunk? <laughs> I know. That was very fun. And I like how, well, I thought it was kind of interesting because he gets like very confused towards the middle section of the movie. Because um, when he finds Elsa like in the house. He's like, oh, my mom's a traitor, you know, and he doesn't know how to handle that. I'm like, that's his only parent left. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, if I turn around, they'll take her away. And then I'm so glad I forgot about her from the trailer. Yeah, I'm so glad because yeah, when he found her, that was just like I honestly uh, that like, was a kinda, great surprise. I honestly thought I'm like, is it gonna be like his dad in there? And then she shows up. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. Like, duh, she's in the trailers, of course. Yeah, I'm so glad I forgot about her. That was a great Home Alone moment though, because he sees her, and he's like, ah. And then goes running. <laughs> it just reminded me of like when Kevin McAllister would ran into the shovel guy. Yeah. The old man, Sultan the Sidewalks. Totally reminded me of that. With his knife. He's like, oh, oh. That was such a funny moment though. When he like knocks on the door, he's like, Yoo-hoo. Choo. <laughs> yeah. Like not even trying to be funny, but it just is funny because the rhyming, I guess. I don't know. Because he's like, I know, like he's taught like Jewish, like are just like not even humans. Like they're monsters with like horns and stuff so he's trying to oh yeah he even asked her like so so where are your horns like when do they start growing in yeah i remember she said she said like oh like oh i'm too young i won't get mine till later i thought one of the funniest parts though was uh when he's writes letters from her fiance yeah about him by basically dumping her like which is hilarious because like that's such a 10 year old thing to do and just a bizarre situation to do it. And it's just like, oh, uh, I think you're gross. And I don't want to be your fiance anymore. And also, I have found someone else. And also, I am a slob. <laughs> and just like, it's so funny because it's so obviously just like a 10-year-old. Well, and she's just like, hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. Did she buy it at first? Or does she already know the truth? She already knew the truth. Because, uh, yeah, we find out later. You don't re- he- yeah, she doesn't really talk about it till later. But she already kind of knew. But, you know, I think it just kind of upset her at that, first. That, cr- that just cracked me up. He's like, I'm going to write a letter that looks like it's from him, dumping her, and then she's going to be on mine. Yeah. <laughs> that was just hilarious and such a 10-year-old thing to do. <laughs> exactly. I know. And it's just, I kind of love their growing relationship and how, like. Oh, it was so much fun watching their friendship grow. Yeah, I know. Like, it was great. It was great because eventually he's afraid of her and, like, he's like, all right, you're the enemy, but I'm asking you questions for research purposes. I'm going to write a book about Jews. And give it to like the Fuhrer and like Hitler's army to help defeat you guys. Oh my gosh, when they're li- reading the book. Yes. <laughs> and we get to the illustrations. Oh my, I was dying laughing. He's like, because what was the guy's name? I don't remember. It was part of like Nathan. The, I don't even know. The Gustapos. Like, Gustapos. Get run over by a bike. 
getting run over by a tank. <laughs> I don't know. I know. It's just, just like, like all these things happening to her fi- fiance. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so I know. It's just, it's so bizarre and in the best way. And I think one of my favorite, like hilarious, like long, like drawn out jokes was the, like the, the Gustavo's, Gestapo's show up at Jojo's house looking for any hidden uh, Jewish people that they're trying to hide. Mm-hmm. And so the girl actually goes and dresses up in his sister's clothes and pretends to be his sister. And I love how they walk. There's like six of them. And every time they walk in, they're like, Hail Hitler, Hail Hitler. Hail I know. Hitler. I, I, you can't just say, like, say, Hail Hitler to one the whole group and the whole group say it back to you. It's like, we got to do this individually. Hail Hitler, Hail Hitler. Hail Hitler, hail Hitler, hail Hitler. I'm like, really? I mean, in the in that entire scene, you probably hear Hail Hitler like 20 times mm-hmm. in like just about three minutes because then somebody else shows up and they're like, oh, Hail uh, Hitler, Hail Hitler. And then everybody says it individually, then he has to I say it I just want to yell out in the crowd at the theater, Hail Hydra! Hail Hydra. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was one of the hilarious long form jokes. I'm just like, oh, we're still going. We're still saying Hail Hitler. <laughs> but I thought that was hilarious. I do, I do like that scene, though, when they're up in his room. I just love when he's like looking around like, hey, this is my kind of kid. Yeah. He's got posters of Hitler all over the walls. Which, did you know, so the whole thing is in English, but anytime there's like posters and things like that, it's all written in German. Yeah. So I, I like that, too. Uh, that was really cool that they did it like that. Uh, I don't know. I think this is just a really good, well-made movie. Yeah. Great story. It's funny. Again, my only complaint as far as dislikes goes, I, really, I want it to be a little funnier. Still have the heart, but still be a little funnier. A few more laugh out loud moments than it had. Yeah, because they show a lot of like the, especially like some of the funniest moments in the trailer. But maybe upon but, repeat, this will get funnier. Maybe so. I, I would definitely, definitely, I, I would definitely probably own this movie when it comes out. Yeah, I might as well. But uh, I don't know. So there, there's some good moments and a lot of visual gags too. It's not just like words; it's visual gags yeah. like. I'm trying to think what I got written down here as far as some good ones. So I read about him and his mom's conversation. I do like when uh, his friend and him are talking and he goes, uh, Yorkie goes, yeah, no. Or excuse me, Jojo goes, nothing makes sense anymore. He's like, yeah, no, it's definitely not a good time to be a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a good, I had this written down here in likes. The visual of the butterflies in his stomach when he realizes he likes her. Elsa yeah. and he see we see the butterflies in his stomach. I thought that was great. That, that felt very Wes Anderson. That did too. You're <laughs> right. You're right. A lot of there was some Wes Anderson stuff in this. Yeah, I just thought I'm like this seems like yeah, it's just very bizarre. I, and I, I don't know why I love the scene though when they're just sitting up in the window at night watching the war happen in the distance. I actually thought that was gonna be the last shot. That's what I thought too. I'm like this feels like them. the end. There, yeah. Oh well, because we haven't mentioned yet. Um, Rosie, he finds his mother hanging dead. Which that was a touching moment. Yeah, he's just crying. Yeah, because I love how they usually he walks he's past. He's just it. walking, and like I think it's in the behind him, but you just see her shoes, like the last shoes, like the shoes that she was dancing in on the side of the wall. You see those shoes hanging up, and then he's like, doesn't even realize. And then he looks up, he's like, oh shit, that's my mom. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, oh my god, so touching though when he ties to her shoe for. Her. Yeah. God. I know, like the the like the dramatic parts definitely stick their landings. Like they make it feel powerful, mm-hmm. and not that it's all like fun and games. We're making fun of Nazis. Like this is, it still felt very real in some aspects. Yeah, oh, it totally. While did. also feeling very surreal in other aspects, which I love that balance, and I love when movies can do that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, same here. So, yeah, so it's just the two of them together. Yeah, I thought that was going to be the last shot, but then we go down to the city level, more war going on. Yeah. But, yeah, there's, there's pretty good scenes, too, though, happening down there. Him running and hiding. <laughs> I just like the one part where they like have this kid with a bomb strapped from him, like, all right, go over there and hug that American. Go hug. It's like, yes. oh, God. I know, more Rebel Wilson. Like I said, she had some of the funniest bits and lines like in the movie. And they they, they, I, they made me laugh every single time. I mean, she, and she's kind of just being Rebel Wilson, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I Maybe because her role was limited, I liked her in this a lot. Uh, she, I, she didn't get on my nerves like she does in other movies. But, yeah, I don't know. Almost makes, almost makes me want to go watch The Hustle. Oh, uh, the Anne Hathaway. With Anne Hathaway. <laughs> almost. Almost. But, I don't know. I That's kind of all I got on Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, as far as standout moments or scenes go, I would probably say Hitler Youth Camp. Yes. If not, um, uh, I don't know. Maybe when Jojo and uh, Elsa are together more. <laughs> I do like when he's talking to his friend about her. And he's like, she's basically my girlfriend now. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, that's good. And he's like, we've got more things to worry about than Jews now. Russians are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I'm mean, like, I say one of my stand-up moments, my stand-up moment was probably, like, his, uh, like, watching, like, I guess, like, his friendship with Elsa and Jojo grow. But also, one of my favorite scenes is at the end, because, you know, it's kind of revealed that uh, Sam Rockwell's character is, like, like gay pretending to be straight in Hitler's army so he doesn't get executed and he has a boyfriend like when they're like this is the final stand so they have a bunch of like flair to their Nazi uniforms that was pretty funny I thought that was hilarious like what you thought was like a throwaway bit a little bit earlier they're like no we just these are Here uniforms yeah. that was pretty funny what was your biggest surprise in this my biggest surprise is how much more drama there was because it was billed as like a comedy but again, it seems like it falls victim to like, we don't know how to market this Nazi comedy. So like, you know, movie. So I'll forgive it for that. Like, I was very surprised at how dramatic some of the stuff was. But it, like I said, like it had its place and they freaking like made it stand out. They made it powerful when they needed it to be. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got to say for me. um, Big stand out. Or excuse me. Biggest surprise was probably just his. When he found his mom hung, I was like, yeah. whoa, they, she's dead. Yeah. That's probably my biggest surprise there. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, if we were to wrap this up here and grade this out, Daniel, I guess, you want me to go first? Yeah. I guess for me, I'm going to say A minus overall. Great movie. Solid, solid performances. Uh, again, I wanted just a few more laugh out loud moments. Yeah, I could see that. But. Overall, pretty solid. And again, upon repeat, this might get better for me. But right now, I'm going to say A minus. Still, very good movie. Like I enjoyed myself quite a bit. Uh, entertainment level wise, I said this is probably around eight and a half to nine ish or so out of ten. Like I mean, it's very entertaining. Right. And yeah, if it gets more entertaining as the more views it goes, like I mean, I hope it's that kind of comedy. Yeah, I think it is. I don't know. Like ten out of ten for entertainment, I'd say. Good score too, by the way. Like I don't know if we really talked about that, but yeah, that kind of st- stood out a little bit. And I was actually listening to it earlier today. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. For, for its type of movie. Um. So I'd say like entertainment wise for me, ten out of ten. Like I loved it. I had a great time and being the only one in the theater enjoying the shit out of it. Um. And I gotta say like as far as like movie like movie overall grade, like I'll give it a solid A. Like I really liked it. There wasn't much that I didn't like about it, and I can't. Re- 
I mean, I don't remember anything that I really didn't like about it, which is great. And it was just also refreshing to see such a weird, obscure movie, you know, with all like franchise and stuff. This was a great like reprieve from those. And I really enjoyed myself. Cool. Well, there you have it, folks. Two A's for Jojo Rabbit. We definitely recommend it. And I would say go see it in local theater, especially if it's 21 over theater where you can drink. That's even better. No reason not to. No reason not to. All right, Daniel. Let's move on here and let's do some gambling. Gambling. You know what I just realized? Oh. We didn't talk about other stuff we saw this week, but you know what? We're just going to have to save that for next week. We'll have to save that for next week. Fair enough. So now to gambling. So last week we uh, we bet on a movie called The Grand Isle. Yeah, I don't remember it either. <laughs> I'm like, what but was that? Who, what I who was down. in that? I wonder who was in that. Wait, was that the Nick Cage one? <laughs> Maybe. I have like when I read it, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Grand Isle, yeah, it's the Nicolas Cage one. Okay. Thriller action. Fantastic. So, yes. Yeah, so last year we, or last week we, bet on Grand Isle, which was a Nicolas Cage movie that we didn't know anything about. Um. Still don't know anything about, but we bet on it. Uh, Jordan bet 62%. I bet 42%. I mean, because I'm like, come on. It's I got, I got Nicholas Cage. I gave this way too high of a grade. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So the tomato meter only has eight. Reviews? Yeah. Okay. Is that a 0%? Oh, man. All right. So I guess that makes me the winner. That makes Daniel the winner. Zero percent. That's fucking crazy. Okay. I had no idea that it, a movie. I mean, how many movies get zero percent? Not a lot. Well, some do. I mean, I mean, it's also only eight reviews. It's just thumbs up, thumbs down. If it's just not all that good, not even slightly above average, it's just a thumbs down. Doesn't mean it's like complete dog shit. But all right. Well, Daniel. My winning streak is over. You have officially won this week. You're done. You get to sign me a movie. So actually, I'm going to do a little bit a little bit something different. Cuz Jordan, I feel like you just need to get the ball rolling. What does that mean? Okay. Right. So it's not technically a movie. It is part of a documentary series. I'm just going to sign you the first episode cuz you have access to Disney Plus now, yeah? Mhm. So Watch the first episode of their Imagineering series. Each episode is an hour long. What the heck is that? It's uh, like the history of like Disney parks. Okay. And right. it's so unbelievably cool All right. and interesting. Like All they right. have, I think. That sounds fun. Five. They have five episodes out now. They're oh. all like a solid hour. All right. Well, maybe I'll watch a couple between now and then. I watched. <laughs> We'll talk about this next time, but I watched all four episodes of the movies that made us. Oh, awesome. I still only have watched, well, like one, because we watched like half of the Home Alone one together. Yeah, I watched, I watched all, okay, we'll talk about that next time. We'll talk about yeah. that next time. But definitely all right, so this, check that out. This time, as far as betting on, coming out this weekend, we have got a couple here. we got Black Christmas, Richard Jewell, and Jumanji in the next level. I would almost say let's bet on, bet on Black Christmas, because I have no idea 
idea what that's going to be like. So the only thing I can tell you about Black Christmas is it is a remake from the original Black Christmas, which was 1974 slasher film credited to be the first holiday themed slasher movie. Cool. I bet, I bet the original is probably pretty awesome, actually, like, as far as entertaining wise. It's probably cheesy as shit, but entertaining. Oh, I'm sure it is. And I don't know. Like, so I haven't seen Why don't any we have trailer? a theater that plays more of the, this kind of B stuff? I would love a theater that just pumped out these every week. I would I go mean, see that shit. I mean, we used to. That, I mean, the closest I think we have for like B movie goodness is like the Joy Cinema. Joy Cinema or the. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. The Joy Cinema kind of does. Weird Wednesday. Yeah. But okay, so yeah, it's about, and I think it focuses, I think that both the original and this new one, but they focus around female characters trying to fight off like a slayer. So, well, I have no idea about this, but let's just let's just do it. Let's just say it looks like B movie schlocky sort of thing. So it looks like fun. So it's probably going to be fun, but not highly critically reviewed. Um. Mm, okay this sounds like a solid number all right ready so i said 33 33 you said 33 percent. i said 58 percent. 58 percent. i figure one in three will find the fun of it fun in it and the rest are gonna be like nah so 33 percent for me i mean maybe i'm giving it too much because i love b movies and i th- it's kind of a hit or miss because like when it's purposely a b movie it's kind of hit or miss whether critics judge it upon that. Like, it knows what it is. It's self-aware, so we'll rate it as such. Or if it's just like, well, this movie actually sucks. And like, but that was kind of the point. Well, it still sucks. <laughs> I don't know. So let's see. Black Christmas. Let's see. Black Christmas 2019. Uh oh. As of right now, we're looking at no tomato score just yet. Yeah, that's usually a good sign. So right. that's a good sign before. for you. Yep. Days <laughs> beforehand. That's how it was last week. All right. Well, and zero <laughs> percent. So I don't know if it's gonna. Who be- knows? But hey, if if uh, three critics review it and two like it, you win. We'll see. I don't know. So I'm looking forward to this. It looks like just some schlocky goodness. Like, it just looks like it's going to be stupid fun. So I take it this week we are going to be back here with Jumanji, the next level. I think so. I think that's the only movie that's really coming out. Yeah, Richard Jewell, which I kind of want to see that. Yeah. But I'd, I don't know. I'd, 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 I'd rather us cover Good Day in the Neighborhood before we cover that. Yeah. So, yes, Jumanji, the next level will be next week, everybody. Woo! All right. <laughs> Well, let's wrap it up here, Daniel, and uh, yeah, let's call it a week here. That's this has been a fun episode. This like, this movie again was just so much fun. Any movie I give any kind of A to, I love. Whether it's minus, solid, or plus, yeah, still means it's worthwhile. All right. Well, man, we are almost to the end of the year, Daniel. Woo woo! I know we got to start making our list for top five, worst, best, and then most anticipated for twenty twenty. I've been working on my most anticipated. I'm trying to think after the trailers that came out this week, too. I don't know. Bond might be on there. We'll see. Ghostbusters, potentially. Yeah. I think Ghostbusters is still an honorable mention for me at this point, but I'll have to review because we'll I know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have this episode coming out here soon. All right. Where can they find us, Daniel? You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter, movies underscore Bruce. Let us know what you thought. 
of Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Let us know what you thought of Jojo Rabbit. Loved it. Hated it. Could have used more Nazis. Could have used less Nazis. Could have used more Hitler. Uh, let us know. <laughs> One thing we forgot to mention, too. I always loved how he kept offering him cigarettes. Oh, yes. Stop offering me cigarettes. I'm tense. So, Sorry, I'm stressed out. So funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yes, everybody. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Please share the podcast with friends. It helps the numbers grow. And, yeah, we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers. I completely forgot about him offering him cigarettes all the time. God damn it. That was so funny.